Um, let's let's try and keep the Death Stranding mentions to a minimum this week, potentially. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We'll do. But I do want to hear what Emma had to say about it as well, Duncan. So. There's a lot of angry little Crankletons who will get very annoyed. Yeah, because it's a work of genius, you know. <laughs> he, is, he is a genius. And so the bit where we start talking about the remake of <laughs> the Last Jedi being absolutely balls <laughs> isn't going to upset anyone. Yeah, but those people aren't. aren't I'm worth fine about. with upsetting those people. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. Uh, the podcast that gives you just that little bit more. I don't know where I'm going with this. Let's just keep going. Uh, You're working up some sort of just the tip reference. Just the tip. There we go. Yes, <laughs> I like it. We'll do, do that. A podcast that gives you a little bit more than just the tip. Um, joining just us is um, is uh, Russ. Russ, how are you? Hello. Excellent. Good. How are you? I asked you how you were. Last week, I didn't I, I got, didn't ask you how you were. I got distracted by my own chair squeak. <laughs> Do you know what? I think I might invest in, uh, not invest in, 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 find my can of WD-40. Oh, that's exciting. For next week and deal with this squeaky little shit bag that I sit on every day. You, so you know how the Nando's <laughs> cast might have come a cropper because they don't might not be delivering man Nando's anymore. Mm-hmm. So what we could do, we, I had thought, was either we take the field mic with us and record us going to pick up the Nandos or we just record you WD-40 in the chairs. Yeah. We could do it. I mean, it's about a 25-minute walk to Nandos yeah. from here probably if we go through the the lanes. We could record a podcast while... But then what are we going to do? Sit in Nando and eat a Nandos? <laughs> <laughs> Might work. Yeah. Or sure. oh, maybe we do it back from Nandos. After we've eaten said Nando's. Oh, no, we, we get the Nando's to bring back. Stone Cold, just be... you have not thought this through at all. No, I know. I'm, I'm thinking about Why it on the flight. Why not just be you being out of breath after being in Nando's and walking yeah. back? Us trying to walk and eat a Nando's and hold microphones at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I hadn't thought it through. You're right. Uh, th- the other sound you heard there was Duncan. Duncan, how are you? All right. Busy trying to finish moving and leaving the island. Yeah, you make it sound like you're in the movie The Island then for a second. Yeah, there's not like a team of highly trained assassins actively trying to prevent you from leaving the yeah. island, are there? Are there? Well, I don't know, it gets pretty crazy up there, are there? Uh, not at the moment, no, but everyone did try and pie me with a lot of booze yesterday, so that might count. Yeah. Highly trained alcoholic uh, drinkers, I don't know whether that counts as uh, the same as assassins. That's sort of their go-to response to most things up there, <laughs> isn't it? Whiskey! Yeah, yeah. Day that ends in Y. So. Yeah, it's like, do you want a beer? No. Why not? Because um, I <laughs> had too many last night. Um, Why not? not? Good Why not? Because I'm not some have sort a glass of, of wine. pansy. Right. I'm going to have a whiskey. <laughs> yeah. Um, not really much to talk about this week. We haven't got a set topic, really. We're going to do a bit of news, and we're going to talk about what we've been up to as well. You're saying it might be slightly ramshackle this week? Might be slightly ramshackle, yeah. Oh, dear. Not you saying it's going to be loosey-goosey? <laughs> We're going to, um, yeah, just going to have a chat, basically. But we've got some news. There's one news. 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 There's one subject I particularly want to get to, and I am very much looking forward to it. So Okay. But oh, no, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, well, what, what's first? We're going we're gonna to talk about what we've been up to. Oh, okay. Um, who should we start with? Duncan, what have you been up to? 
apart from moving. <laughs> just told you moving. <laughs> um, In relation yeah, to move... the podcast. It... All right. So I have actually been not well i i've i've got my nintendo game i've got my game boy advance charger in my hand i've packed that i found more games i'm very happy uh the xbox has gone to the new house uh a load of games workshop models have gone to the new house which is really good because i've managed to smuggle them in without emma actually noticing this is always always an achievement yeah, I don't, I don't apart from she listens to this podcast mm, throughout history a lot of games workshop models have accidentally gone missing in the process of a house move. <laughs> yeah so yes, this I is do an achievement. have to bring them and also They're the really lightsaber my lightsaber has also gone to the house so that's all moved so the important stuff is safely ensconced somewhere out of Emma's gaze, though, now she will listen to this and know that I've still got the stuff. And she'll oh, Duncan, she doesn't looking. listen to this. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, and I've started listening to Critical Role podcast. Yeah, you have. Uh, Just to kill oh, all yeah. those spare I, decades that you have. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, like, okay, so I, I do quite a lot of driving. I like podcasts that generally cover my drive. Yeah. Critical a critical role podcast yeah. lasts longer than my drive from Eastdale to Glasgow. That <laughs> yeah. is impressive. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I'm really enjoying it, and I now, I mean, I've packed away some of my D6, but I so want to play a bit of D and D or uh, Force and Destiny or something like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, just get the dice out, start rolling again. Wait, it's really good. It's on the cards. You enjoying it? Yeah. Do you have a favourite character? Yeah. Uh, I love Jester. Jester's the best. I I'm doing. Agree. I'm doing season two. Yeah. Um, Wild Mont, Wild yeah. Mount, yeah, Wild Mount. One, yeah. And I mean, it does take a wee bit sometimes of concentration to follow what's mm. who's speaking and who's doing what and where where it is. But uh, I love Jester. It is. Uh, I also love Not. Yeah. <laughs> it's the fun. One of the funniest voices. So yeah, that's. I would say that is. That is well worth a listen. Yeah, I mean, it's such a great idea. Just um, fluid improv storytelling, basically, uh, by told by voice actors. It's 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 just brilliant. And and these are all voice actors are getting a lot of work since this now as well. So, mm. but it does involve a lot of listening. I got through. Yeah, I think I've got 150 episodes in the end, <laughs> which is I'm... crazy. I mean, I've managed to get through two episodes so far. How how long are they each? Which four hours? Well, yeah. episode one was three and a half hours, three hours forty. Episode two was nearly four hours. Yeah, the longest. Which they'd... saw me through part of a drive back up the road. Well, most of a drive up the road, and a good chunk of an afternoon trying to repair a toilet. <laughs> so. Um, they, nice use of the word yeah. chunk there as well. They uh, they last <laughs> a long time. The longest they've gone is five hours, 20 minutes, which is crazy. That was a really long session. And um, they get really into it, and they drag you really into it as well. Like, you start to... In the same way with a film, you you find characters compelling, and, and you start to feel sorry for characters, and you start to enjoy experiencing characters, that you start to feel that with the, um, the Chris Carroll ones as well. I still understand how you've... Like you must have listened to literally weeks worth of it. Yeah, I have, yeah. I, 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 every journey to work for a good two months, basically. Bloody hell. Yeah. 
and then the journey to work would take between an hour and hour and 20 minutes and journey back as well for that matter so i just listened that's all i'd listen to i put all other podcasts on hold until i'd finished till i caught up with it mm-hmm. and now i'm up to date except they release one a week so so it's just gonna keep you hovering yeah uh, never ever being able to do anything else but season two is just a little bit it's a good place to start because you haven't got 120 episodes to to worry about you've only got 23 a mere so it's a mere 50 hours of stuff to catch up <laughs> yeah, it's, it's totally worth it though just as great I, I like caleb as well yeah I, I mean i like them all but but caleb's great and caleb's cat um, well yeah yeah he, he's um frumpkin yeah frumpkin the cat he's he's basically german but he's um He's he's he hasn't washed in in years, and he's he's this filthy kind of ginger hairy guy. I don't know why I find him compelling, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but not is is a goblin. And when they go into town, she has to wear like this little porcelain mask over her face to cover that she's, she's a goblin. Mm. But Jess, she's yeah, light fingered, and yeah. there's a half orc called Ford. Ford, who I yeah. think his voice really. He's he's a cowboy. He's got he's got, he's got the voice of a cowboy basically. Yeah, he, he's not. And have they got to any Ford jokes yet about travellers and um, having to focus and stuff like that? <laughs> no, no, it's not <laughs> not there. Well, episode uh, episode two is where they're fighting two more zombies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. The devil toads just buggered off. Um, oh, I quite like Bo because Bo Bo Regard is just drunk. Yeah, and I just love that. It, it, for some reason, uh, it just appeals to me. Just being drunk, stumbling around, and sort of ending up in a few bits of shenanigans late at night. I mean, what else? <laughs> I don't know why going being drunk and going for a wander at two a.m. is uh, just seems uh, so relevant to they're, life hmm. generally. They're all playing different characters to the ones they played, and very different characters to the ones they played in season one as well. So. They've done a really good job of that. So Ford was a um, Goliath barbarian. Um, so a man of few words, whereas mm. Ford is kind of the leader here. And then um, Jester was a very serious character who was obsessed with money. Um, and in this one, she's very, very silly, but she's hilarious. Um, oh, while, brilliant. She, yeah, she, she's everyone loves Jester. Um, she's a tiefling. So she's got big horns and she's blue, but she's like really sweet and small. Um, and yeah, the guy who played Caleb was like an assassin type in the first one. It's it's it's, it's just really easy to listen to, and they're really mm-hmm. likable people. So yeah, but yeah, there, there's it's now kind of made me raise an eyebrow and want to play a bit of D and D. So <laughs> a little bit. I mean, yeah. really is making D and D cool. It is. Um, yeah. Have you seen the um, tra- trailer they did for D and D Beyond? The app they use. No. I'll send you the link because it started as like a, you know, um, Sam, the guy's the voice of not. Yeah. He does, the, he does the little adverts at the start. He's got a different advert in, uh, every week. And he did one where he came up with an 80s jingle. And then um, D&D Beyond went to him and go, we want to turn this into a cartoon. Can you get into the recording studio and record it properly? <laughs> and they turned it into like an 80s style cartoon. And it's amazing with all their characters in. Nice. Very, very cool. So yeah, what else have you been up to, Duncan? Um pretty well just um as i said uh moving yeah. I sorted out my terry pratchett but uh, really there's nothing that exciting i haven't mm. been able to watch any uh catch up on any good 
TV, so I'm still holding off watching Altered Carbon. So, so I did finish watching... What did I finish? Oh, the confession tapes. Mm. But nothing like sci-fi, fantasy, geeky. Mm. Um, obviously, there was the re-watching of the Death Stranding um, <laughs> trailers, <laughs> and I had to show that to Emma after the last podcast. So, like us, and... she was very excited by the prospect of that game, I'm guessing, right? <laughs> well, she doesn't know anything about Hideo Kojima, so she doesn't understand the backstory. And you could tell, I was thinking about this, and you could tell that it was all lost after uh, Metal Gear Solid, that we knew where he was going. And then she watched it, and she was completely and utterly baffled. She was like, uh... I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, what? Where, what where's it about? Where it was heading was without hesitation directly into his own anus. That's exactly where it was heading. <laughs> so. but yeah. She she really didn't understand the baby bit, and then she came up with a few theories, and I was like, well, that's probably the best one that anyone's ever come up with. So, because mm. uh, nothing else seems to make sense. Mm. Um, so yeah. That's that really is it. I'm sorry, guys. I haven't got anything exciting. No, I can't wait to play the old computer game again. No problem. Russ, what have you been up to? Almost nothing. Read on bugger all. I'm still struggling with a debilitating Brooklyn Nine Nine addiction. It's so good. I've watched them all so many times. But if I'm yeah, if I just sort of have twenty minutes or something, it's, I, I don't even really think about it. Like my thumb sort of knows yeah. the Netflix buttons to press. It's my go-to sleepy time show. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, just re-watching endless episodes of that. Nice. Um, TV's been stuck on Love Island quite a lot in our house, mm. um, which is... You've got to stop making sure I watch that. Absolutely abysmal. Mm. Oh, it's harmless fun. Well, so Is it, doing? though? They seem pretty messed up when they come off the island. They know what they're getting in for. <laughs> Fair enough. Good point. Yeah. Well, I don't know. One of the ex-contestants committed suicide. Keep it light, mate. Keep it light. <laughs> Maybe, you know, there's no sort of... don't really know what that was all about. It'd be unfair to assume <laughs> that it was to do with their time on Love Island. Um, what else? Sorry, I Russ. Know. I think that is actually... That is basically it. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Trying to avoid Love Island. Watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, I watched any films lately? No. Have I managed to play any more Wolfenstein? No, that's a five-year-old <laughs> game anyway. No, nothing. I'm useless. You're playing Wolfenstein one or two? Two. Okay, that came out last year. That's not that bad. It's only a one-year-old game. Yeah. I'm still only two levels into. Um, okay, I guess I'll go through what I've been doing then. Go for it. Uh, I've been seeing lots yeah. of films. So I saw Deadpool 2. Oh, I went to see yeah. Solo last week. Oh, yeah. yeah. What do you think? Perfectly okay. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. how it's It's not brilliant, it. but it's far from awful. Duncan, have you seen it? No. Okay. So, no, like, no spoilers, but it's, it's basically a Star Wars heist movie. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it's pretty good. Will Harrelson playing not Mal Reynolds. It so. doesn't try too much to sort of fit it into the existing storyline all that much. The references are all a bit on the nose. I I genuinely think it would have been better mm-hmm. if it had been a Lando movie. Yes, the, the same film. But Lando is the main character. Yeah, totally agree. And right at the end, yeah, he gets into a card game and he sits down opposite this scruffy-looking nerd herder, and he go, you know, and he introduces himself as Han Solo, and that's 
yeah, Han Solo is a, a cameo. Yeah. And then the next film's Solo. No, probably not. No. I d- so, uh, I still think this film's completely unnecessary. What are you rustling, Duncan? All the backstory Sorry. you need for Han Solo, uh, yeah. you get with one look at him sitting in the cantina mm. and him shooting Greedo yeah. first. And you don't need anything more than that, really. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. I think Lando would have been more of a compelling character in this as well, potentially. Yeah. like And, and the references are on the nose. How he gets his name in the film is one of the biggest facepalm moments yeah, in that is, cinema. Yeah, that is a bit ridiculous. Because the, the guy that may as well have like led into the camera and gone, wink! Yeah, exactly. But there's so many references in the film that are like that. But um, no, over, over, I, I really enjoyed it. Mm. You know, I think it's definitely not a top ten film. Talk what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Just pour myself a drink of water. Sorry. Are you doing it in like little tiny individual drops? Pretty well. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Pour yourself the water and we'll, we'll carry on. It's fine. Water poured. Sweet. Cool. Congrats. Weirdly silent for the last bit. <laughs> um... What do you think of the cameo? If you can, if we can do this without giving away who it is, uh, just tell me. I'm not going to see Solo anytime, really, anytime soon. You so will not who's see this coming. Cameo? That's all. I don't well, know if it? it really worked. No, like it works in comics, and it works in yeah, it works in the comics. For it to, for it to really work how it's intended hmm. to, you had to be a hundred percent up on like Rebels and everything, which yeah. I'm not. So. It just confused me quickly. Yeah, same. Made me feel like, how no, so wait, this is set when? Mm. Um, and then I sort of worked out what was going on. Also, but also, <clears throat> I've done a bit of research since. If yeah. you haven't watched Rebels, even if you realise sort of who it was and everything, you'd be like, well, why the, why the fuck is that person now in the Mafia? Yeah. So it works, but only if you really know everything about what's been going on lately. So I, I don't think it worked that well because... It's one of those ones that if they once again on Adventure Authority, they describe this perfectly, which is if you don't know that much about Star Wars, you know who this character is still, though. So you, there's no doubt that like it goes, oh, that's so and so. Whereas if you don't know about if you do know about Star Wars, it's one of those ones going, well, is it him? It could be his brother, I suppose. Yeah. Um, which is why at the end they shoehorned the bit, the, the last frame that you see him shoehorned the bit to emphasize yeah. exactly who he is and it's so badly done it's, it, is, it is quite badly done i've, I've heard an interview with steven Spurt where like they they literally didn't know what character they were going to use yeah. for that same interaction there's a few people it could have been so the, the rumor is that this is going to be the big bad between the star wars story films so well and, and like the whole crime syndicates thing which have never yeah. been mentioned before yeah but that's in the films i know they have in rebels so i think from what i understand this would lead up to he'd be then involved in the Boba Fett film and then it kind of makes sense for him to be involved this is we'll get onto the news later if these films are still happening um it kind of makes sense for him to then be involved in the Obi-Wan Kenobi film yeah and leading up to that moment basically it does but then again this is going back to, and I keep banging on about this every time but it's making it all smaller yes not every character has to be someone who has also been in something else I think more on that when we get to the news because it feels it feels like Disney have an emphasis on making the universe bigger, yeah. which I, I 
I know this is a Han Solo origin movie, yeah. but for the most part, it really was that. It's showing you sides of things that we've never seen before. So, like, you know, the Imperial recruitment, yeah. the Imperial troopers just on the front line. Yeah, like the ones that aren't stormtroopers. Um, yeah, do, yeah, who are just, like, some guys who yeah. probably weren't really there through much in the way of choice. Yeah. Um, you know, the sort of the, the criminal fringes that they're floating around in. They're not doing something that's got the galaxy in the balance mm. at, at stake. They're, they're just trying to make a quick buck. Um. So this would be set, must be set, quite a way before Rogue One. Um, because the rebellion, yeah, because Rogue One is yet. basically yeah. at the same time as New Hope, isn't yeah. it? Like literally the day before. Um, the, the last time <laughs> I referenced this podcast, and you should definitely listen to it because we're not doing an in-depth solo review here. Adventure Authority, they, they're really good. They know what they're talking about. Listen to the guys, except one of them said that Rogue One wasn't as good as Solo, but whatever. I, I, I still love you, Dan. Um, it's um, the, he, someone referenced it closer to forty k. Those bits, like the idea of these soldiers that are throwing themselves in the way in 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 the firing line for the will of the emperor. Yeah, and there, there's that real element of that. The ground troops that are just all basically going to die, and that stormtroopers, they didn't seem like elite soldiers when we've seen them and stuff before. And then, so why not use the stormtroopers? Why use these guys? But I don't know. It, it just really gave it almost took it away from being a star wars film which i thought was okay i was fine with that yeah i mean like you know there's not you don't get a lightsaber throughout throughout the the film it's it's moving away from you do get one lightsaber (laughs) it's moving away from sort of the yeah the traditional film stuff yeah so no i i yeah i really liked it i the more it's one of those ones that more i think about the more i enjoyed i think the script was awful i think the editing was pretty bad as well but i like I think everyone in it did their job very well, except for maybe Daenerys. I thought she was a bit bland. I thought she was pretty good, actually. Oh, really? I didn't mind her. Okay. But that's because I am a feminist. Oh, shush. That's not why I thought... <laughs> You're such a dick. No, yes, I, I it thought, is. I, I did think she was pretty good. Um, I think she's a bit bland. I don't think she's a great actor. I thought she... Can I, can I redeem myself by saying how much I loved L3? Oh, L, L3 is the best thing in it. Yeah. L, L3 and Lando. Yeah. The best thing in it. Yeah, I loved L three. I thought it was really, really good character. Mm. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. can't really talk about much else without going sort of all spoilery. Paul Bettany was good as well as a bad guy. Yeah, I mean, he's Paul Bettany. He's always amazing in everything yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah, I don't so, mind spoilers, by the way. Boy. Yeah, I know, but I, I think I feel you, bad. I kind of want you to see this and go. I'm sure you'll see it at some point because I knew there was a cameo in it. I, I could. I was trying to guess who it would be, and that was lowest probably on my list of of choices. Yeah. Paul Bettany really was great. Yeah, he was chewing the scenery. He was the last minute. He only he was only cast when they started doing the reshoots. Yeah, because uh, he texted Ron Howard saying he really wants to be in a Star Wars film. <laughs> yeah. So and and that's how he got was it. Was he like texting like something like, um, "Do you ever find yourself waking in the morning and looking out the window and wondering why you're not in a Star Wars movie?" <laughs> <laughs> Spielberg texted back, "Be like." Give me a couple of days. Yeah, because yeah, he's mates with Ron Howard. Because like, yeah. of all the um, angels and demons and stuff, I suppose. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, no, I, I thought it was perfectly acceptable. I've seen some films as well, Russ. What else have you seen? I saw Deadpool 2. Uh, is it great if you loved the previous one, but probably shit if you didn't? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's um, all we needed. And I will go as far as saying, okay now, but stop now, okay? This This was fine, but now I'm done. Okay. What everyone says about Deadpool in the comics yeah. is he just got too much. It's a tired joke in the comics. It's so it's 
So now we've seen this, this is fine. Do an X-Force film where he's in it every now and then as as the comic relief. Don't do another Deadpool film though. Just this is fine. Yeah. But you know they're going to because it's the third Marvel film, the third highest selling Marvel film apparently. So um, I saw Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. I think we talked about this on the podcast already. Maybe. Uh, oh no, I talked about it no. on the other podcast. Sorry. Of your eight podcasts yeah, that you did. Yeah. Um, I really liked Fallen Kingdom. I thought, yeah, am I going to see this next week? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't like Jurassic World that much. I, I will say, in some of the similar problems in Jurassic World are in this one as well. The editing's really bad for starters. Mm. Um, there are moments where they're trying to convey a room being emptied because an emergency's happened that was originally full, um, and then. You see about three people run out, and then the room's empty. <laughs> and so it's like, well, that's not, it doesn't really work. But whereas Jurassic World's this big open film, um, Fallen Kingdom is this very closed, enclosed. Um, yeah, it's like a haunted house movie. Yeah, it, very it? much so. Uh, there's a there's a bit in it that Mark Kermode describes as the Nosferatu moment, which is perfect. And the other thing he says is, and I don't think this is a spoiler, if you're going just because you want to see Jeff Goldblum, just watch the trailer because you'll have seen all Jeff Goldblum. Oh, he's in it for like 15 seconds, isn't he? Exactly, yeah. Really good. Still don't like Chris Pratt's character. He's an unlikable dick as far as I'm concerned. Just (laughs) like It's like they've gone, you're quite likable, Chris Pratt. You remember when you were Andrew Dwyer? Right, do that, but be a bellend, okay? Then, And that's what it kind of comes across as. Um Toby Jones is in it as well, which is always good. Rafe Spall's in it, so they've got some decent actors. I liked it. I thought it was good. Does Rafe Spall do something stupid and get his arm broken by a dinosaur five seconds into the film? Um, I don't think so. No, why? That's what he did in um, Prometheus. Yeah. Do we have mixed opinions on Prometheus? Because I quite liked it. I, I didn't hate it, mm. but it was, there was a large amount of bobbins in it. It's one of those ones that I think people say that if you go back and watch it again, you might not like it as much as you remember, so I've never gone back and watched it again. <laughs> um... I um I quite enjoyed Prometheus. Yeah. I thought uh Fassbender was probably the best thing in that. And what's her name? Um Numi Rapaz. Oh, actress. Numi Rapaz. No, 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 no. Uh Charlie's Throg. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I liked her in it. Well, I just quite like Charlie's Throne, but anyway, it was she was quite good. There, it it did quite a few things for me. That, yeah, yeah, possibly for different reasons. I'd imagine is the, yeah, yeah, okay. uh, yeah. Prometheus wasn't that bad. It was yeah, all right. right. It yeah. built right. up yeah. quite nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have been to see other films. Um, so I went to the Prince Charles last night. Um, and I saw a double bill of Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Amazing. It was incredible. They Those films have held up surprisingly well. They're still excellent. Good. Still, <laughs> yeah, they're not bogus. They're excellent. Um, <laughs> the, it's, the the scenes with the historical figures in the first one are still hilarious. It's still funny every time he calls him Socrates. Um, and uh, the, the Napoleon scenes are just, in the water park scenes, are just as funny as I remembered. And then in Bogus Journey... It's just crazy, and there's some bits I forgot about, like the Faith No More school for for, for psychology or something like that in in the future. I can't remember what it was, but they've got the guitarist from Faith No More there um, as a, as a lecturer. It's just really silly, but really good. They they turned it up 
to 11. I hate, I mean, I hate that term, but I use it all the time. Um, and then I went to a secret screening and mm. I was lucky enough to watch Incredibles 2. Yeah, I'm really into this. I absolutely love the first Incredibles. Yeah. I, think, I think that's one of my favourite Pixar's. The cinema cheered because it was a secret screening. It could have been a number of things. could have been Mamma Mia. could have been Skyscraper. And the, uh, Ooh, the, the guys from Theatrical Cut were, I think, a little bit disappointed that it wasn't Skyscraper. I think they were, they'd signed themselves <laughs> up to watch Skyscraper as well, which I was, I was up for. Die Hard with The Rock, basically. And oh, complete disregard for physics. Yeah, and one leg. <laughs> I'm, I'm all on board with that. It looks amazing. But, uh, yeah, Incredibles 2 was about the best scenario it could have been. It was amazing. So it picks up straight... Like literally, as the first one finishes, doesn't it? With the underminer coming up, is that? Uh, yeah, like... is that how the first one ends? Then I haven't seen it in years. Yeah, first one ends like everything's yeah. fine. Yeah, and then the underminer pops up from yeah. out under the parking lot, and they're like, "Because superheroes are illegal, aren't they?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then that, yeah, that's where it, that's exactly where it picks up from. Then sweet. No, I really want to go and see mm. this. Don't go see it if if uh, you have any problem with girls in films because you might want to remake it. Um, but it's it's. Uh, I thought it was really good, really really good. More, it's more, it's more incredible. Do so they have like loads of like the 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 sort of the the Bond music and mm. that sort of production design and stuff? Yeah, because it looks so fucking cool. The first one, it's been well. The first one was described as the best Fantastic Four film ever made, which is mm. accurate. And this is just more of that. Basically, the jokes are hilarious. Uh, the addition of Jack Jack being a character um, really works as well. So. It feels like you're opening all the pill packets, Duncan. Is it how it sounds? What are you up to? Oh, sorry. I found a receipt that was important. Uh, I'm trying to <laughs> just sit. That's about it. Like Look, just it's expenses. just packing. I'm sitting still now. I'm like, oh, what was that? So I was listening astutely. So it was, was, was the Incredibles too, really good? Yeah, it's it's great. Yeah, <laughs> I really liked it anyway. Um. I've played some games. When's Incredibles 2 out? Uh, July the 13th, I think. Oh, right, okay. It's a little bit of time yet, but it's very good. I'm going to see Sicario 2 this week, which I'm looking forward to. Yeah, nice. Uh, I, well, I've started re-watching Hail Caesar, but by the time this podcast airs, I will have finished re-watching Hail Caesar. And I love that film mm-hmm. so much. Would that it were so simple. And also the best bit in it, which is Channing Tatum's song called No Dames, which is about sailors going to sea and how they're all really looking forward to just spending time together. <laughs> it is amazing. It's five minutes. Channing Tatum had to take up three months of tap dance lessons for it. It's a typical 50s musical dance routine, and it is incredible. So if you like that, watch that on YouTube. And if you like that, you'll love the rest of Hail Caesar. Yeah. No, you'll either I, love I it or hate it. it. Um, I watched the um, the Defiant ones on Netflix. That was really good. About that's so fucking good. It's great, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I finished. I started watching it ages ago, but I finished watching it the other morning when I couldn't sleep because of hay fever. Um, I don't know why I felt the need to tell everyone that. Yeah, good um, tonight. Yeah. It. it you, you think you're going to be sucked into the Dr. Dre story, but it's the Jimmy Iovine story. That... Yeah, he's genuinely the more interesting character. Yeah. All Definitely. the people sort of surrounding Dre yeah. are fascinating. Dre himself is, is just like a guy who's yeah. quite an astute businessman and very talented. He was always about the music. So all, when the uh, the gangster rap wars things happened in the mid-90s. Yeah, he was like mid-90s. being a nerd in the studio. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. He had no interest in that. He's got very little interest in singing. He's basically said that Detox is never coming out. So don't bother <laughs> waiting for it, which is fine as well. 
but it's such a good documentary. I would suggest anyone that's interested, anyone that's been listening to the last podcast on the left and the Tupac and Biggie stuff they've just been doing, which is some of their best stuff, I think, personally. Really, really like it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, should, I've been listening to that as well. It's, give, it's hilarious. Yeah, should give that a watch because it, it really does emphasise that Biggie was just just a dude, really. He was yeah. just a nice guy who um, who got involved in something he shouldn't have got involved in, really looked up to Tupac, whereas Tupac kind of crossed the line. I mean, he, yeah, he mm. more of a more of a just a bit of a dick sometimes. Yeah, he aligned himself with the wrong people. And then when you watch the Defiant ones, after you've just been listening to Biggie and Tupac, um, and Puff Daddy's in there just like being all normal about it, going, "Well, they did this and they did that," and you listen to this talk, this uh, uh, podcast on it, and you're like, "You were heavily involved in this stuff. You are a sociopath, aren't you?" <laughs> like he's just clearly blocked it out. You know, he's happy, funny guy that in in. A variety of things so. yeah but no, yeah defy ones is incredible it's so well made and produced that yeah like if, if you watch that and then you go back to watching like a, a bbc4 just a few mm. talking head interviews people sat in a record shop talking about how great this band was yeah like those documentaries just don't cut it anymore no 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 i would imagine we'll get more like this on netflix yeah now. it's like we watched watch that i watched um supersonic I well, apparently that's as well. amazing it's fucking brilliant yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give that a watch. Is that on Netflix? Mm, not sure. It may well be. We watched it, so it probably it must be on Netflix mm. or Amazon or something. I'll I'll give that a watch. Um, well. But yeah, that I mean that's phenomenal. And it's just it's one of those ones where you're going, why isn't it 1996 again? <laughs> we pretty much had a whole conversation about like why it's not the early 2000s again before yeah. we came in the pod. So it do, it, yeah. it made me slightly sad because we were just a little bit too young for. Like we were too young to be like going to clubs and things at that yeah. time. So uh, the way I look at it, it's like Nirvana. We kind of just missed Nirvana. Yeah, we, we, we yeah, you, you might have had the CDs, but you weren't going to be seeing them live anywhere. Anyone slightly older than us were there for it, and anyone slightly younger than us kind of appreciates it. But we were there for the tail end, so it was yeah. just like, like I remember Kurt Cobain dying, but I don't remember much about the band at the time. So, um, other things I've been doing, documentaries. Blah, blah, blah. podcasts usual podcasts uh watched a, that one uh, evil evil genius have i mentioned that yet no oh, well, i watched watch. that it's, you watched it what is it yeah, i've seen it it's so good right what, uh, what literally what is it what are we talking about here is this tv or it's a documentary about bank yeah it was on netflix oh, it's it on netflix is there like a mm. whole conspiracy nuts like you category on <laughs> you know how you have like <laughs> well it is it's kind of because you watch this yeah. you might like this yeah, yeah. and it's like because you watch mind hunter and then uh you might like and because people had mentioned actually it was mentioned on the last podcast yeah. and left then it's like watch evil genius yeah. so i watched evil genius and yeah, I mean, she's as guilty as hell. There is, it's clear she was the mastermind her behind and, this. Her and the other dude. Yeah, yeah, but she's killed people in the past. I think they, they. they oh yes. Of, yeah. Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> she, she is. Geneva genius. It, it was. <laughs> she got away with killing two, a, a husband yeah. and a boyfriend, yeah. and then got someone. And it's like how, and nearly got away with. And nearly got away with uh, 
the other murder. Mm. And she got away with, with with stashing someone in um, her friend's fridge. Nice. It's so good. So the bank heist itself is is where it's really interesting. It's a pizza delivery guy who walks into a bank with a bomb round his neck, um, and uh, he's asked for two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So he leaves, um, and then the bomb goes off. Basically, it's 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 uh, it's dark, but it's a very very good documentary. I think I've heard of it. Is that the one where they like? The theory is that he was forced into it. Yeah, yeah. But he knew them, so it's a weird one. Mm. It's, it's well worth watching. I have, yeah, I've definitely heard about. No one's case. really. Sh- oh, sorry, Ross. No, you go. That's all right. Yeah, it's one where they're not sure if he was. Yeah. There's no real proof if he was um, actually forced into it or not, but. Yeah, she's yeah. It was it was really it was an interesting program. Mm. I wish they had also focused on the other guy, yeah. other pizza delivery guy who died, and it just mysteriously a week he later. Have, yeah, yeah. He Over just overdose. seems to have been forgotten as well. Like, well, what about that one? That that's quite important. Yeah. So, um, and that led me on to confession tapes. So, have you watched the keepers yet, Duncan? No, I'm moved on to Manhunt Unibomber. That's quite good. Paul Bettany is the Unibomber. Mm. That's that's quite that's worth a watch as well. Yeah, Mindhunter is still the daddy though, isn't it? That, that show is amazing. Yeah, time to... yeah. Um, when you get a chance, when you get five uh, give um yeah give um, the keepers. Yeah, it's amazing. It's dark, really dark. That one, but it's it's very very good. Nice. So there we go. That's uh, Serial Killer Corner. Yeah. Um, oh, you. You were really excited. Uh, you sent a exciting uh, message of how two things you love merge into one oh, show. Oh yes, I started watching um, Luke Cage series two. Is season series. two out? Yeah. Which I, I hear yeah. is really good. It's great. Yes, yeah, it's, yeah. it's more Luke Cage. And Luke Cage season one was great. Um, yeah, and um, there's a bit where he they wanted to see he he's in the the spotlight for this one basically and. His kind of his publicist is like, you're right, you got to meet me here. And he goes, where's that? Well, this Jets stadium. It's like, okay. And he gets there and he goes, it's the Harlem Jets. It's not the New York Jets. And they're like, well, I thought I thought we'd be going to New Jersey. He goes, no, but here, here's this guy. And it's Todd Bowles, the head coach of the New York Jets, like doing his like 40 <laughs> time and stuff. And his 40 times like 3.3 seconds. And um, he launches a 400 pound tire across the football field and stuff like that. <laughs> And it's like uh, they could really sign Luke Cage up. You're right, Duncan. They me- you mentioned that. Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> when you mentioned that on the yeah. message, it was like, I bet Todd Bowles was actually looking and going, I really wish I had a defensive tackle like that. I mean, Sweet actually, you would like Luke yeah. Luke Cage as your centre would be brilliant. But... Yeah. Oh no, an edge rusher. That's that's where you want him. <laughs> He, he would he would kill a quarterback. He, he's he's so quick and big you, and unstoppable. In in the MCU, he's so like, quick, but you could have him as a defensive tackle because he would just part the they? people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's yeah. You couldn't have enhanced yeah. people who are not going to be. They should. They, they should. have to have a separate league. I think that it's amazing we haven't seen a comic of that. That would be amazing. That would be so watchable. What, like mutant football league. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Doing different sports, maybe. Like, every week, different people. Cool, and that's about it, I think. I'll probably remember about four, like, once we finish doing this. But, four more uh, podcasts about serial killers and cults. I'm only listening to... Oh, I 
Death in Ice Valley, Duncan. That was excellent advice. I listened to that. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I've been just list, listening to one that was recommended by our friend Richard, uh, mm-hmm. Homecoming on Gimlet. Um, and it's got Oscar Isaac doing one of the voices and Kathleen Keener. And it's very, very good. As nice. Well. So, yeah. Right. Should we do some news? News! No, 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 news! News! The news. The news. Where do we want to start with the news then? Probably at the beginning. I knew you were going to do that. Should we, should we start <laughs> what, with that? What were you looking for as a response then? What's, what, is there a news article you want to talk about? Is first? there a news? Is there a news you want to talk about first? Um, well, so the suspension slash what the fuck's going on of the Star Wars story movies. Yeah. Because Solo only made a shit ton of, mo- of money, not an absolute fucking shit ton of money. Yeah, it so therefore has been deemed a failure. The problem is it didn't make all of the money. So uh It's in profit. Yeah. Which is. a lot of films don't end up being. So yeah, Solo, which was the first film they've released of this set, not at Christmas for starters. Let's remember that as well. Yeah. Um didn't make as much money because um there was problems with the filming and before it even came out it was considered this film wasn't yeah, it was, it was coming off a lot of negative publicity exactly yeah i mean and i i think that helped me enjoy it more when i saw it personally yeah i think maybe they were coming too quickly yes um because we we're at like sort of two star wars movies a year no, no, it's just still one a year, but this one just came out, didn't come out at Christmas, it came out. Yeah, but we're getting episode nine. Well, that's next year. So has this been the only one that's released this year? Yeah. Okay. We're getting one a year. Um, so they... It used to be like one every 15 years. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's a faster rate than it was, there's no denying that. But um, I don't think it's quite as... Um, oversaturated as as people are saying but at the same time uh, I mean I'm not that fussed about a Boba Fett movie anyway no I'm I'm really not no. like the reservations I had about the solo movie mm. times a million Boba Fett is not a character yeah he's an action figure yeah and <laughs> do you know what it is well it's it's they've watched all the robot chicken little snippets of Boba Fett <laughs> and they've gone, people want this like no, just just leave Robot Chicken to do flesh out Boba Fett as a hilarious character because yeah. and just they don't do listen it. to what people want because mm. people are stupid I would rather it would have been a adult cartoon, you know like DC do with their movies mm. that's what I'd have wanted from yeah. the Boba Fett story I think Yeah, like then you 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 don't have to watch like if it comes out cinema I'll go watch it but if it's if it's like a cartoon series I'd watch that. But they still have um, the the Game of Thrones guys have a trilogy mm-hmm. and Ryan Johnson has a trilogy. They're, still They're doing not those. Star Wars stories. And John Favreau's doing a TV series still. I'd imagine. Yep. Yeah. So, so there's still a shit ton of stuff coming out. I think you what you said earlier was absolutely right. I think Disney are like, well, should we just focus on the stuff that's not centered around this one area? Yeah. So maybe the overwhelming feeling they probably got back was we didn't need a solo film, 
and it, it will be the same with we don't need a Boba Fett film we don't need an Obi-Wan Kenobi film yeah. so what have we got we've got this massive universe we can do loads of diverse really interesting things Ryan Johnson's one I'm I, I would be surprised if it wasn't centred around the people making a massive amount of money in Last Jedi that film that seems so shoehorned in that bit the Canto anyway. right bit yeah I think it might be more to do yeah to do with like the murky underbelly of the, yeah. the conflict or something because th- that's a whole area we've not seen before it was a device to bring Finn into the film but it was clearly rushed um, and it's the one bit that doesn't make much sense in the whole film in any way mm. like there's a lot that happens in that that doesn't make any sense like why why not just you get a feeling in the original script Finn just went on you know snuck onto the ship the um whatever ship it was um so that'd be interesting you've got the game of thrones guys who i would like to see do something set way in the past as we've discussed before like something mm-hmm. like the old jedi order when they were truly dominant yeah but i mean you could even go further back you could have like establishing the jedi order you could yeah. have like the first jedi that could be quite a good name for a film you could yeah. have the last jedi and you could have the first jedi yeah because presum- there were force users before there were jedi yeah, yeah. You know, you could you could do all sorts of stuff. There's literally thousands of years worth of history that you could play with. I know. I said I don't want to bow. And you can film. also start. You could also start the with the Sith because. Let me see. Some hardcore fans might go. Ever that's not how it's done in Kenan. Um, no, well, but, they can fuck off well, because that stuff doesn't exist. Yeah, they anymore. can. But, yeah. but I like the idea if they did just go. All right, because uh, I think it's covered in some of the computer games yeah. of the planet where the Sith, the people that were the Sith, where Force users came and sort of corrupt, sort of took over mm-hmm. this planet of Force users and that's how the Sith got their name, or according to some stuff you read online. Mm-hmm. But that could be quite cool as well. So you've got the first Jedi, you've got the first Sith, and then how the kind of wars and uh, spiraled out. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the as Russ and you have said several times, there are so many directions they could do. You could go out of... I mean, I, w- I know it's kind of still related to the Rebellion, but there is such a gap between uh, Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, and it would just be... You don't have to do the Rebels, but you could do the bits of the Empire that suddenly the, the head was cut off, and it's like... How do they cope? Um, I mean, one of my favourite characters is Admiral Thrawn. I would love it where it was just a whole imperial focus on a few gallant, like imperial officers, just doing the best. And though they're always been portrayed as the enemy, actually make them kind of like the heroes. And they're like, right, we're just going to try and protect our ship. We're just going to try and stop the shit going completely down. Feels like a and... good TV series, but they've already done Thrawn in uh, Rebels. Have they? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Thrawn, Thrawn's already that. been Rebels. Well, so, yeah. I mean, that's just established him yeah. as as canon. Yeah. Again, but yeah, like I, I'd quite like I would like to see, yeah, a, a TV series set aboard a Star Destroyer. Yeah, yeah, that that'd work. I, I'd like to. I know I said I didn't want a Boba Fett film, but you could also do like just the life of a bounty hunter, like. Not an established bounty hunter, but but what they kind of go through in the Star Wars universe, yeah. having to chase down rebels, like being given contracts by, but almost like John Wick, 
but like it's set in the Star Wars universe. Star example. Wars, John Wick. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm very much up for that. Yeah, something like that. But it's not Boba Fett. Just <laughs> yeah, just not fucking Boba. Yeah. Fett. Um. So it's just, there's loads of stuff you could do. Like, you so could, I just want a film with no connection to Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, you could do Rogue Squadron. No, it's still connected to Anakin yeah, Skywalker. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. You know, it's it's still too tight. To, although, yeah. I mean, that all said. I will go and see a Lando movie. Yes, yeah, <laughs> really, yeah. really be up for a Lando movie. And I'd, I would watch a Wedge film as well. Like, yeah. it's so it's such an underappreciated I would character. Watch fucking anything. Yeah, I'll watch it all. That's the but, problem. Um, yeah, I want I want them to get further and further and further away. There is one thing I wouldn't watch though, Russ. Which is a remake of the Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I I would actually quite like this remake to happen, so that those fucking man babies yeah. <laughs> can get an idea of just how difficult this sort of storytelling is and how yeah. maybe they're not actually the geniuses mm. that they think they are so i've got a few things i want to say about this for starters i want to stress i'm not an internet troll but this is doing its damnedest to turn me into one <laughs> uh, i set up a new account for twitter um in response to the the gallant work they've done for trying to remake the last jedi because let's be honest there's just way too many women in it um, yeah. Well, um, so it's not that there's women per se, yeah. but that woman tells that man what to do. <laughs> so, and, and he clearly knows better. There's still that that Duncan. You sent us that chart, didn't they? Of of, of the percentage of time women spend on the screen in in Star Wars films. And Last Jedi is considered the most progressive by a long stretch, and it's still only forty three percent. So it's still not like they've taken over the film. Um, I. Um, yeah, so the gallant work that they've been they've set up for remake the Last Jedi, I was inspired. It's something I've been feeling quite strongly about for a long time now. I think it's time we repaint the Mona Lisa, um, <laughs> because I mean, fuck artistic license, basically, fuck artistic vision, because you know they're long dead anyway. Doesn't matter, and, and she can at least fucking smile. I mean, why don't we just make her a fella? That's that's the easy way of doing it, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, simplest, isn't it? So I've. I've set up a Twitter account. If uh, go follow it, it's uh, repaint the Mona Lisa one, Mona one, I think it is actually, um, and I'll be posting regularly about um, our uh, goal to uh, raise enough money to buy some uh, barrel uh, felt tip pens to uh, mm-hmm. do our own version of the Mona Lisa. And at some point, I think we might give it a go. Um, so yeah, let's on the more st- the the, the oh, problem. Right. Yeah, I mean. I haven't actually watched their trailer of... I did assume... I did pick up from it that their main issue seemed to be the amount of women in it. And they, that they kind of say goes with... There, yeah. I mean, at, at the end of May, a Star, there was a Star Wars-related news story, which was Star Wars ranked on screen time for women. Yep, just mentioned that. Uh, female academic... Did you? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> you broke up during it. No problem. Yeah. And yeah. it was Becca Harrison and... Uh, yeah, sorry, the internet connection no seemed problem, to drop, fine. so I didn't sorry actually hear you say that. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, you're right. There was there was something that, that we we discussed the post already. But it's it's they they've not said as such that there's too many women in it. They, they, they no, they've very carefully worded their posts, but they have um, mentioned um, that there's a long post about um, what they what should be expected um, of of uh, a Star Wars film and that this just didn't meet expectations. Now, you can pledge money on their website. What a bunch of entitled 
this has got to be only white men doing this because there's no yeah. everyone else in the world just has more problems in their lives than to, to worry about <laughs> this sort of absolute yeah. bullshit this is a bunch of oh this is like over entitled whiny babiness why do they why do they believe that they are the ones who are allowed to say what it should and shouldn't be and that their opinion is the right yeah. one on star wars it's not fucking for you i will i will say this as well whether you like or dislike the last jedi doesn't matter at this point with this this is not about liking or disliking the film this is about someone had an artistic vision for a film and movies are art okay and that's why the repaint the Mona Lisa thing is such a a joke is that you wouldn't do that you can't just delete someone's movie and then just redo it because you didn't like it no yeah. yeah go and create something else mm. that you think is better and maybe you'll discover just how difficult that is i have problems with the idea of remakes are just there because they didn't like the original film I, if you're going to remake something remake it because you really liked the original film yeah and you're trying to uh, have a modern take on it but this is really dangerous. This kind of this kind of idea that that when someone directs or writes a film, it doesn't. That's not up to them to make the decisions. No. I don't. I don't think it's dangerous because there is absolutely zero chance of this happening. And this is a really tiny, <clears throat> tiny number of people who just happen to be quite noisy, and the studios are just ignoring them. Yeah, um, which I, is the very sensible thing to do because I know everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. But in this case, they're not. They're wrong. They are so wrong. Uh, but I love the fact that there is other Twitter accounts of remake the remake. <laughs> yeah. There's one that's even remake the remake of the remake of The Last Jedi. So, um, there's... I, I mean, if I was really going to focus my intention, intention, attentions, intentions, attentions on a remake, it's got to be the first three. Mm. Why not episodes one to three? Remake those so they're actually good. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, like at the time, nobody's going. Oh, remake, remake, remake! Attack of the Clones. Something about internet culture now just makes people react differently to this sort of thing. It has um, caused some of the best responses to anything on the internet, though, which is the important thing, I think, from all this. <laughs> uh, for start, Seth Rogen's been responding to them. <laughs> so um, their initial one was, our, our team of producers offering to cover the budget for the remake of The Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars. Share this and spread the word to let Rob Iger and Disney know you want this. This isn't a joke. We're ready and we're having ready to have a conversation now. Hashtag remake The Last Jedi. Ha- Jedi hashtag Star Wars. Seth Rogen chimes in, yo, I'm very confused as to what your goal is here. You literally want to spend $200 million remaking The Last Jedi and someone is giving you that money. I don't get it. Uh, Remake The Last Jedi. Not just spend, invest. Good return of interest. Seth Rogen. Okay, is someone actually investing money in this? How did you get investors without a script, stars, directors or legal ability to make this movie? Those have all been important elements in the past. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Remake The Last Jedi. It's a pretty solid brand. So that's how the investors know that have a good shot and make some money. It's a pretty solid brand, which is why you would not be allowed to use it. (laughs) (laughs) To get the legal rights, we would need a meeting with Disney, which would require getting their attention. We got yours, didn't we? What do you think of The Last Jedi? Seth Rogen completely ignores that. So do you already have investors? Like, you already got people to invest money with the hopes that Disney will let you make this, which there's no reason or historical precedent for. Um, And he goes... 
I reread your other tweet. So from what I gather, you don't have investors. So Disney would just entrust you with the IP in the hopes that you do it justice and are able to pay for it. Is that the plan? I'm so curious how this is supposed to work. <laughs> um, yeah, I think Mark Hamill had a funny tweet to this as well. I want to find that. But it's been... Um, the internet has come out in force um, and done a grand job of of making these people feel like total idiots, which I think in this instance I'm not usually a big fan of, but um, you know, have at it. I, well, I, I mean, their strategy seems to be that they're going to like crowdsource a script and have it like written by committee because mm. you know the best art is always created by committee. <laughs> yeah. So, but they, they're looking at it completely the wrong way. It shouldn't be about going to Disney to remake The Last Jedi. This should be, if they can get the investors, make the film themselves. Oh, really, yeah. what it should be is they need to go, huh, I didn't enjoy The Last Jedi very much. Oh, well, never mind, on with my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the correct response. But if they want really feel that strongly about it, then just make a film that you are calling The Last Jedi, whatever you want to call it, yeah. and just release it. Don't go to a company trying to basically delete someone's artistic vision which I, I i'm going to say about 40 times on this podcast but it's true this is someone's vision of what they wanted to do with star wars they did something a bit different and some people don't like it and some people i understand why they don't like it absolutely fine and some people don't like it because all of a sudden there are strong women in the star wars universe i just choose I was like oh luke should be more powerful than that mm. Like, oh, for fuck's sake. But the point the force doesn't work like that the point is throughout most of this is um He's he's kind of denounced the the force, so like throughout that film is, I thought I, I thought they took everything predictable and turned it on his head in that film, and that's what I really liked about yeah. it. Yeah, and whether you like the film or not doesn't matter about remaking it. But I I think if let let's get to the pledges for it then for this. So they've apparently already made a hundred million dollars. No, they haven't. No, they haven't. So I went on the website. Um, and what they've had is uh, they've got a form you fill in where you send your email address and how much you are willing to put into this. Right. So um, they have had zero dollars. So I'd imagine they've had 10 people say, I'm willing to put in a hundred thousand dollars for this. Uh, and none of them are remotely serious. Mm -hmm. um, my concern is that it's something actually. It's one of them, Dr. Evil. <laughs> Dr. Evil, who would go one million dollars. Also, my maths is terrible there because that'll be 10 people putting in 10 million dollars, not 100,000. But you, you get the idea. Um, I think there's something, there, there could be something more sinister to this, which is this could be a very you good. You think it's a Sith plot? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm. It's a very good way of accumulating a load of email addresses just after the GDPR or GDRP stuff has happened. <laughs> So getting people to send you their email addresses, which are a gold mine to companies, and then selling on a load of email addresses you've got. Yeah, but I mean, if, if they do that, they can, um, well, I think they can actually go to prison. No. Mm. That's true. But it's if, interesting. If they yeah. did it uh, affecting EU citizens. Yeah, which I imagine it would. Yeah, it would do. Yeah. Um, if it's serious, which I'm, the more I think about it, the the more I'm beginning to think maybe it's not. I they they may not. believe they're serious, but I mean, they can be completely ignored. There is no threat that this is ever going to happen. And as I say, it's my... just a bunch of whinging, whinging little tits. Yeah, I've seen the words, S the letters SJW said so many times in response to this, which 
just does my head in. Don't even get me started on D&D gates, which I don't even play D&D, but I listen to a load of podcasts with it and there's loads of people kicking up about uh, too many minorities in D&D books or something, I think it is. Um, and the there's uh, an active campaign for DMs to uh, reclaim D&D gate where they just describe their uh, D&D gate, a gate in D&D in the best DM way possible, which has worked very nicely. Mm-hmm um let's there's some i'm trying to find some of the other responses that was me kind of stalling while there's some great ones there's some cracking ones there's my favorite one was um one guy who said um oh guys are you um is this just you know do you want me to send you or do i just do i just type in what my idea for a plot <laughs> um and it's about six tweets and he goes uh, so it opens up with uh, Leia and she's shaking with rage um, and it just goes on for about six tweets and he goes and the next one is should I carry on and then just some random person's gone no <laughs> uh, it's absolutely- oh is that the one about her using yeah. 3PO as her like secret teenage diary yeah yeah <laughs> yes. that's it yeah 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 <laughs> what the fuck only 3PO knows the truth <laughs> that's brilliant <laughs> Oh, Jesus, there's some terrible stuff. But the creators were being disrespectful to the fans, insulting to us fans. Okay, I'm not a fan. I own it. I'm not a fan. I own every Star Wars film, even Last Jedi, and I own a tone of Star Wars figures and toys. I'm the definition of a fan. Huh? Okay. Uh, so you like Last Jedi or hate it? Just as I say, make up your mind. <laughs> I don't like it. Why don't you make up your mind, lame this is gold I, I'm not being funny I've, I was trying to figure out what I did on Friday night combing through Twitter looking at idiots trolling these pricks was what I did uh. on Friday night <laughs> and I don't know whether they read any of it but I hope they did and I hope they were offended um, so yeah that happened we've talked about Star Wars um, maybe taking easy on the stories which isn't necessarily a bad thing uh, okay let's have a quick look what else have we got uh, Lando rumours Spawn being remade fine yeah, 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 Tom isn't that a rumour that's been going on for ages because there are happening. so Jamie Fox it's definitely is... happening yeah Jamie Fox is involved in it oh that'd be good um, Tom Holland let's talk about that quickly um, mm-hmm. for starters killing it at whatever Ace Con whatever it is I think in Seattle yeah with the last the um, last Jedi panel the Civil War panel which was him Sebastian Stan uh, Anthony Mackie, Anthony Mackie coming in and saying, um, "I've never seen Star Wars: Homecoming," and uh, the whole crowd just kind of did that "ooh" thing, which is funny when you watch the video. And then um, uh, Tom Holland turning around and saying, uh, "Well, I never watched the Falcon from Oh no, wait, they didn't make it," which is very, very funny. Um, you mean Spider Man: Homecoming? You yeah. said Star Wars: Homecoming. Did I say Star Wars: Homecoming? That's yeah. been my weekend. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, Tom Holland, on his Instagram, I think, announced the title of the next Spider-Man film, which uh, many are considering a spoiler that he wasn't supposed to do it because he just got sent it. Called Far From Home. I think it personally looks like it's a very intentional spoiler that the uh, the people making the film, uh, knowing full well that he's famous on uh, social media for spoilers, have said, "Wouldn't it be funny if we like intentionally leaked this this way?" Yeah, with the main with Spider Man leaking it. Basically. It's been up there for like two couple of days now, yeah. hasn't it? And, and they it, haven't they haven't taken it down. Yeah. So yeah, like it's probably deliberate. I think so. I think that's very very possible at least. So yeah. So yeah, Spider Man 
title, Tom Holland, spoilers, that's it. I don't I've got no more news apart from that. This is a nice round hour at this point, so There we go then. I think we might wrap it up. That mm-hmm. was the news. Yeah. Um nothing else to say. Oh, there was one thing I wanted to ask. If you could remake The Last Jedi, what <laughs> what would you do to it? More porgs. More porgs. Yeah. yeah. All female. <laughs> yeah. And all of them beating Luke in a lightsaber battle with no training whatsoever. <laughs> uh, Duncan? <laughs> if I could make a remake Last Jedi. Yeah. Um, have Kylo Ren go through a transgender op and... <laughs> So he falls in love with, and so that him and Ray, <coughs> or her and Ray, uh, form a beautiful relationship. Yeah. Mm. I think. I... And like Russ, I want more Borgs. I... And maybe a few more hours. I like the script suggestion that you sent round, which is of Luke underneath one of those space sea cow things, yeah. just <laughs> covering himself in milk. Yeah, for four good, hours. A good twenty-minute static shot of Luke hosing himself off from the <laughs> of that sea cow. I'd be all for that. I, I, there was a couple that I liked on here. That was one of them. Um, yeah, that was the one I was talking about. Oh god, that looks awful. Um, there's one of the other ones. Damn it! I'm trying to find it. Sorry. Um, no girls allowed one that amused me somewhat um i so i would have princess leia just floating in space for most of the films and then at the end she transforms into an x-wing and then just flies back <laughs> into the the, uh, the ship as if nothing has happened but when she gets back to the ship um there's there's 12 of her i don't know that's what i've got sweet yeah um oh one wee bit of news there was a trailer for what looks like a really good kind of weird ai horror film of tau mm. that pops up and it looks like it's a netflix film and that looks pretty scary but mm. it is it's the completion it's someone trying to complete uh and get the ultimate ai and mm. it's just like a survival horror it's on netflix it, did you say that sounds really good pretty, I'll give it a watch. It looks pretty intense. Nice. Cool. I don't know when it's coming out. YouTube. It's... Let's see a film where someone makes an AI and, you know, it's all fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. quite helpful. What's the one? Um, Frank and the Robot. Have you seen that one? No. About the robot that he then programs to complete, like, bank heists with him and stuff. Like this old dude. <laughs> like this old retired dude. I haven't seen it, but I will want to watch that. That's the kind of thing that I would be into. Blade Runner's got happy. No, it doesn't. Um, <laughs> um, okay, let's wrap it up then. This is going to be a relatively subdued short one. Um, we're back next week with more fun. Maybe Tom next week. I don't know whether he's going to be around next week. We'll see. We'll see what happens, I suppose. Yeah. International Man of Mystery. He is, yeah. Oh, one last thing. Theatrical Cut are covering Kate Winslet on their podcast this covering week. Covering her with what? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, glory. <laughs> Sorry. That's what uh, you call it, is it? Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite <laughs> Kate Winslet film? Uh, maybe Heavenly Creatures, although it's so disturbing. It is, though, yeah. Uh, I mean, Titanic, obviously. It's pretty much my favourite film. Do you really like Titanic? I saw it 15 times at the cinema. How many times did you really see it at the cinema? 
I think I actually saw it twice at the cinema. I have never, I never saw it at the cinema. Do you remember Peter Melville at school? He was fucking obsessed with it. <laughs> really? <laughs> he was very, very into Kate Winslet at the time, so I think I went with him uh, as well. I'd like to be into Kate Winslet. Mm. <laughs> uh, Duncan? Uh, uh, I, I, I honestly, I don't know. Um, probably one of the... She was in uh, one of the Jane... I can't remember which Jane Austen movie, but it was one of those. Was it Emma she was in? She was pretty good in that. Well, I mean, I'll take your word gonna, for it. But I don't remember her being in any of those, but I thought she was in one of them. I, I don't know. I don't really have a favorite. Hmm. Is that bad? I can't think of. What's that one where she uh, swaps houses with? Um, what's her face? It's like a cheesy Christmas movie. The Holiday. Yeah. We're picking some bad oh, yeah. films here. <laughs> yeah. I, I I mean, mine's Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That is very good. It's it's one of my favourite films anyway. So I really like it. Really like the role reversal of Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. He's playing the serious character and she's the comic relief almost mm. in that film. Really, really like that film a lot. Uh, watched um, a bit of Mountain Between Us as well with uh, her and Idris Elba. I don't think I've seen that. And I, I just watched that because it's her and Idris Elba. Yeah, that's pretty compelling. Oh, yeah, definitely. Her episode of Extras as well. It's very good. It's amazing. Yes, definitely, definitely. Uh, proves that she can do comedy like very, very well. Right, that's it. Um, contact us on Twitter, which is at 2MTOOH. Uh, follow, don't forget to follow uh, Repaint the Mona one Yeah. Um, and then on Instagram, we are TMTOOH. Uh, on Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash TMTOOH, but we very rarely use that. Um or you can email us tmtohpod at gmail.com. Um, one of about 40 emails we've set up for this podcast that, mm-hmm. I, that I might even check at some point. Um, yeah, uh, you can contact Theatrical Cuts on Theatrical Cut Pod on Instagram and Theatrical Cuts on Twitter. Um, Twitter. Um, yeah, that's about it. We'll be back next week. Goodbye. Bye. I waved. He's waving. Yeah. It's very sweet. Oh.